Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Did you see that uh that Corey Davis retired? Yeah, man. Wow. I was surprised. Me too. I thought somebody would uh would at least look at picking him up. Mm. And uh I thought he could have added something to somebody's team. But hey, you know. I legit made a video last night said that if he is cut, the Houston Texans should definitely take a chance at getting Corey Davis because he could legit be a weapon here. Yeah, 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 I guess. I don't see much difference between him and Nico Collins. That's what that, that was my like focal point of getting him. Like, yeah. this is the Nico Collins competition. Both guys 6'3, 4'3 speed, but 28 years old, you got a fat contract from the New York Jets. You're walking away healthy. Some might say, hey, you didn't win a ring. But when you look at that bank account, you're going to see that there's nothing but M's there, man. Shout out to Corey Davis for having a Mm -hmm. career. He also gets that NFL insurance for being in the league for five plus years. Shout out to Corey Davis, man. Um, Some news regarding the Houston Texans, Harley. We'll go over them real quick. The Texans have re-signed undrafted safety Darius Joyner and waived injured safety Tyler Gillespie, Tyree Gillespie. Sorry. Um, and also, we have signed former third-round pick from the Minnesota Vikings, Cameron Dantzler, who had 149 tackles and three interceptions, three, two of them in his rookie year, one in a sophomore year, and he also played 75% of the defensive slaps last year. However... His snap count has gone down ever since his rookie year. Yeah, I did a little homework on him. Uh, Cameron Dantzler, 6'2", good build for a cornerback, someone that mm, it's not bad to kick the tires on, see what Mm -hmm. he's got. Um, I don't expect much. Coming in this late, you got to learn the playbook. Uh, Most of the time, guys that come in this late, they either got to flash immediately or they're cut. And Cameron Dantzler, you know, he's young, 6'2", like I said. The reason he left Minnesota is uh, he voiced his complaints his second Mm. year with Mike Zimmer uh, because of a decrease in playing time. Uh, He was named starter right out the gate as a rookie and actually played well. Yeah, yeah, the two Um, INTs. Yeah, and I'm not quite sure what had. Happened. Seems like there's something going on behind the scenes mm. between him and Mike Zimmer, because I, I hear a lot of good things with Mike Zimmer. Yes, he's an older coach, could be an old school kind of head coach. Um, but I mean, Deion Sanders respects Mike Zimmer. Mm-hmm. The NFL respects Mike Zimmer. Um, so I, I don't know. I, whatever it is behind closed doors, we don't know. But he voices complaints second year, ended up just not playing at all and a decrease in snaps and then got cut, waived, released, whatever, bounced around to the Bills and the Commanders. Um, so we'll see what we got here, but I don't expect a lot. Yeah, no, if there's anyone that could revive a career, man, it's D'Amico Ryan. Shout out to Cam and Danzer for being a part of the Houston Texans. The NFL Network dropped a season record prediction for the AFC South. At number four, the Indianapolis Colts, three and 14. At number three, the Tennessee Titans, four and 13. At number two in the AFC South, predicted 
by the NFL Network. Your Houston Texans are predicted to be 7-10 and 10 with the Jaguars taking the crown with 9-8. and eight. A very close race at 1-2. and two. Harley, if this is how the season plays out in the Houston Texans are 7 wins, 10 losses, I am jumping up and down. I am screaming. I say this is a success. And knowing that I have the Browns first round pick next year, 80 plus million dollars in the bank, dude, seven and 10 would be perfect for the Houston Texans. Yeah, I mean, this is hitting it on the head, I believe. This is exactly what we've been predicting six, seven wins. And I know a lot of fans want more wins. I get it. We're fans. We want more wins. We do. We do too. But, you know, realistically, when we're looking at this, seven wins, that's a hell of a year. Mm-hmm. For a team that won how many games last year? Three. Yeah, a good four plus in the win column for year one of D'Amico Ryans as a new head coach, new OC, rookie quarterback, rookie center, a whole new team, basically mm-hmm. a lot of moving parts. Yeah, sign me up, seven and ten. That sounds like a successful season mm-hmm. with what you said added on to it. Brown's first round pick. 80 million plus in cap space that gets you even more excited for even next year, the off season. Yeah. Anything higher than six, like a uh, flame is saying anything higher than six. I'm a happy, I'm a happy camper. I am too. I like that prediction. Shout out to our guy, Jerry, all the way from mm. Germany, man. Thank you for the endless support guys. It's fun seeing people, you know, come in from different parts of the world, man. That just goes to show you, that people actually do like football, even though it's not even in the top 10 of the most famous sports around. That is absolutely crazy. But some bigger news, Harley. We were debating, not really debating, but asking, will we see CJ Stroud against the New Orleans Saints? Typically, during the third final week of the preseason, coaches rest their starters. They don't want to have any injuries. But this is from head coach Domenico Ryan, and this tweet is from Jonathan M. Alexander, who does a great job covering the Houston Texans. Texans coach Domenico Ryan said C.J. Stroud will be the first quarterback out against the Saints, three starts for Stroud in the preseason. Then shortly after, D.J. Enemy, another great job covering the Houston Texans. Domenico Ryan says everyone will play on Sunday against the New Orleans Saints, the starters will play about two series. Shout out to the blessed family. Man, let's freaking go, right? I oh, am yeah. hyped that the Houston Texans are doing this. You are prioritizing your rookie quarterback, C.J. Stroud. You are ironing out all the kinks right now. Make all the fuck-ups you want to during the preseason. And, yes, these aren't going to be 100% real-life reps, but they're damn near close. And you want to get C.J. Stroud as close as you can as ready as you can for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, this is fantastic. Two series against the New Orleans Saints. Dare I say I want a little bit more? I have no problem. Mm. I have no problem with it, though. Um, I'm glad he's playing. I'm glad the starting offense is playing. The whole starting offense will get two series, like you said, coming from Mr. D'Amico Ryans. That's that's hype, man. That's Mm -hmm. exactly what we wanted. I didn't want them to sit. No, he's a rookie quarterback. He needs to go out there and learn. He needs to go out there and get his feet, continue to get his feet wet, continue to get away from the mistakes, continue to learn what it is inside an NFL pocket, Mm. NFL huddle, everything that comes with it. 
you know, I mean, this is good to hear. This is great to hear, actually. Yeah, and it's like the past, what, month or so, C.J. Stroud has been getting 100% of the first-team reps, majority of the reps when they're out there in practice. That is encouraging for C.J. Stroud. I mean, now that we've been to a lot of the training camp practices, man, and, hey, training camp has come to a close, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all so much for following me and Harley the entire time. What's going to happen now during practices, the media will only be allowed 20 minutes and then they have to put up their phones and go away. So for everyone who stuck with us throughout training camp, all 17, 18, 19 days and followed us, you guys are a real one, man. I love that CJ Stroud has been getting the first team reps for the past month and I am ready to see CJ Stroud score. No rookie quarterback has thrown a touchdown yet so far during the preseason. Not Bryce Young, not the mayonnaise drinker, and not Anthony Richardson. Shout out to Will Levis for getting that endless supply of mayonnaise. Can you imagine if he was doing that here in H-Town, man? I would be so embarrassed. Yeah, I would be so embarrassed. And, and you know what, that, that goes straight back to when Eli and Peyton Manning were there with all of these quarterbacks. And I remember a Mr. Will Levis. Boom, raise that hand right away. I'm thinking, oh, what has he got to say? What's his question he's got for Peyton and Eli Manning? Well, hey, guys, uh, how do you think about marketing yourself? I know, Peyton, you're great at marketing yourself. A little Kermit the Frog voice there. Will Levis. Mayo, lifetime supply of Hellman's mayonnaise. Nah, man, I'll pass with that. Titans happy with that. Titans can be happy with that. QB3, actually. QB3 for the Tennessee Titans. Shout out to Malik Willis. Hey. Looking good for them, actually. My goodness. Yeah, he's bringing my rookie card up in value a little bit, uh, man. Uh, hey, uh. I need to get CJ Strouds, bro. I've been looking everywhere for it. And it's it's, it's a different pack. It's not the it's not the NFL Pinini. Um, mm-hmm. it's like this this one that just came out. Anyways, bro, shout out to the card game. If you guys collect cards, man, those are very fun to do. But I need to see him throw a touchdown. I need to see him do look exactly like he did against the Miami Dolphins, which is in command of the huddle. He looked smooth. He was operating the pocket. He had very good throws, man. He's he's done everything but score for me. And I think putting a scoring drive, a exclamation point on this preseason will get everyone fired up for week one against Baltimore. Yeah, we want tutties, man. Like, mm. at the end of the day, that's what makes careers happy. We want tutties. I understand it's preseason. Look, week one, preseason, two for four, not much to judge on. Week two goes seven for 12, 60 passing yards, does get three points out of a drive. That was a fantastic mm-hmm. drive. And it had the talk of the town for Texans fans everywhere, Houston sports fans everywhere. CJ Stroud, did you see that drive? Did you see these throws? And here, place video here, here, and take a look. That was absolutely amazing. We got talks from Dan Orlovsky mm. comparing him to a Joe Burrow. That right there, if that doesn't get you hyped, if that doesn't get you excited, I'm not going to listen to all these fans that want to downplay. Oh, all he did was throw an out route. Call him out. Come on. Come on, man. Call him out. I don't even remember. Honestly, I don't know off the top of my head. But come on, man. You Shout gonna, out you to gonna, Mills Mafia. Mills Mafia, man. I mean, you're going to get upset about 
And, and just a little unexpected, do you, do you like numbers? I am a big numerology guy, actually. My favorite numbers are 111. Interesting. When we're looking at a, a pass that C.J. Stroud made, mm-hmm. and if you replaced a quarterback, and let's say it was Davis Mills. Davis Mills, according to NFL Next Gen stats. Oh, Harley's eight, bringing out stats? Oh, yeah, we're, we're bringing out the NFL Next Gen stats because I was extremely – upset to see people downplay Mm. this from a rookie quarterback like this is an optimistic thing to grab a hold of and we want to make it look like oh any bum can make this play in the world and i'm looking at davis mills and i'm looking at the left hash mark all right the same hash mark that see throughout the room and he's a righty it's not like he's a lefty he's a righty davis mills is a righty so you know this is a longer throw for them all right and what are we looking at? Oh, that pass was somewhere between about, what, 10 to 20 yards? Mm-hmm. So we're looking at Davis Mills. Passes from 10 and below. The league average is an 89 percentage rate. Okay. Davis Mills is at a 67. Way below average. And then we look at 10 to 20 yards left hash line. The average is 84. Mm. He had 66%. Jeez. And then don't even look at anything 20 or up. The league average is a 72.9%. He had a 40%. I rounded up for him. 40% in anything past 20 plus yards on the left hash mark. He is absolutely atrocious when it comes to the left hash line mark. So, yeah, when C.J. Stroud threw a dot, a laser, an absolute rope, to Robert Woods before he even turned. The ball was already out of his hands and already looking to be in the face mask, in the hands of Mm -hmm. a Robert Woods. It is absolutely fantastic. It is good to be optimistic. Damn it, what is wrong with being happy about your team, being excited about your number two overall pick who apparently needs to show more to these fans, to some fans. Apparently, the expectations have gone lower for a day for a CJ Stroud. Oh mm. my goodness. Oh no. It's preseason, damn it. How about you wake up and watch CJ Stroud and how he cooked in that drive? Mm. This is the future of your team, whether you like it or not. Suck it up and move on. God damn. Yeah, no, it does get ridiculous when our own fan base, some people who we used to, you know, care about the <laughs> Texas opinion say. I need to see more. I need to see more. I'm not sure what you guys are talking about. CJ Stroud to me, coming out of college, bro, he is probably the in terms of accuracy against him versus Deshaun Watson, right? If you like just better, he looks better. And obviously, Deshaun added in that running, you know, those running touchdowns. But when you talk about CJ Stroud throwing the football. Those are NFL throws. The one that doesn't get highlighted enough, obviously, Mm. screaming Mm. cornerback coming off the left, evades it, feels the pressure. He is moving to his left. Like you mentioned, he is a righty. Eyes searching down the field, screaming Noah Brown comes across. He drops the ball. But that's the type of play where if it gets extended, the drive gets extended. Because the Houston Texans were in a two-minute situation. That would have woke up everyone. 
That's why I made a video saying the Houston Texans need another wide receiver because I don't want to see plays like that happen. I've seen it happen with Deshaun, and I saw it in the preseason with C.J. Stroud. But C.J. Stroud showed you that he could put, like you said, a rope on that thing, and fans should be excited. If you are hearing Joe Burrow comparisons, dude, Mm. talking about a guy who went to the Super Bowl in his second year. A guy mm. who won the Heisman in first in his first starting season at LSU. What? Mm. Give me that. Mm. And CJ, he's humble. He talks that trash. And he just looks like an NFL quarterback, man. I the haters are obviously gonna hate, but uh, dude, the the Mills Mafia, it's it's like they're supporting him because they don't want to be wrong. Yeah, they don't wanna they don't wanna lose their opinion because Who's obviously going to listen to you if you keep on saying, yeah, Davis Mills is the guy. Davis Mills should be getting 100% of the first team reps. Davis Mills looked horrible against Miami. Why is no one talking about that? Horrible. But we live another day, and the today's conversation was still, is C.J. Stroud the guy? Come on, man. I mean, it, it's ridiculous at this point. He's taken 100% of the snaps from I don't know how many weeks ago it was. Um, but, I mean, he's your QB1 when mm-hmm. it comes to week one against the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, this isn't breaking news. We all know this is going to happen. It's a little – I wish the organization – if there's any flaw right now that I have with D'Amico Ryan, mm-hmm. and it's more maybe not just him but the Texans organization as a whole – because mm. they've done a lot of good things this offseason. But if there's this, there's a flaw, transparency in this organization has always been an issue. Mm. And I'm not saying all the NFL organizations are just out there just spilling the beans in front of media and fans. No, they're not. But why are we the only organization that has not named an official starting quarterback for week one? As QB1, it should be CJ Stroud. Why mm. am I seeing Bryce Young has already been named QB1 week one? Anthony Richardson has already been named QB1 week one. Who is left out there that hasn't been named the official starting quarterback? We are Baker Powell Mayfield. got named starter. Baker Mayfield has been named QB1 for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A hey, shout out to Mike Evans. You know, hey, if you know, you know. If you Bro. know, you know. Go get him now, bro. Like, 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 dude, fuck everything we're talking about. Go get Mike Evans. You've already flirted with the Buccaneers. You just traded for Shaq Mason. Mike Evans from Galveston. There was someone in a group chat. I'm not going to say the group chat, but apparently Mike Evans, you know, wants to come home. Go ahead and make it happen. Dude, like, if it costs you a two, I'm doing it couple threes i'm doing it this is a hall of fame wide receiver never had anything less than a thousand yards if the houston texans go out there and get mike evans bro i am i am screaming let me see yeah i'm if we're getting mike evans i'm I'm absolutely losing it i mean now my expectations for this team go a lot higher you got yourself a legitimate wide receiver and a legitimate easy button like, mm. if you're in trouble, where's Mike Evans? Ooh. You know, like, that's always nice to have. It's always nice to have. I don't understand. I never understood the crowd that was like, oh, well, 
we don't got DeAndre Hopkins no more, so now we're going to spread the ball around the field. No, it doesn't necessarily work that way. DeAndre Hopkins draws in a lot of attention just as much as a wide rec- a legit mm. wide receiver one does. I mean, who wouldn't want a Mike Evans? Who wouldn't want a Hopkins? Who wouldn't want a Jamar Chase? Who wouldn't want – I mean, we saw the Bengals. They had a numerous amount of wide receivers, and they said, you know what? Screw that tackle. We're getting Jamar Chase and pairing mm. him up with Joe Burrow. Maybe we could see – Something of the same if the Cleveland Browns do their thing. You know what I mean. Shout out to O.O. Bless. He said, I went to the last day of training camp at 713. You had an elite entrance in the morning. Let me know what was that entrance, man. Usually yeah. I was there at 6 o'clock in the morning with my boy Harley <laughs> standing in line. Sweating. <laughs> you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't mind it. Um, don't mean either. That they haven't named the starting quarterback because oh. – as they say, actions speak louder than words, right? And sure. everything to Houston, because we've talked about this last month. We said, no, definitely not true. Not anything like that. It was just like, what, no, I don't know definitely what not. Um, <laughs> what is Taylor? Tyron they Taylor? Are, they are showing that CJ Stroud is your QB1 without even saying it, man. So, I it does kind of I guess annoy me when I see everyone else named the starting quarterback and I look and I see CJ Shot has a name, but when he goes out there, he's the starting QB. He's taking the reps. He's played all three preseasons, first quarterback out there, man. Um, I'm just waiting for the news that he is the quarterback for the Houston Texans. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for it too, man. I I, I can't wait for it. I'm just I'm just a little unhappy a little bit. Maybe not unhappy, but just mm. you know, a minor, minor, just a chink, small chink in the armor in terms of transparency when it comes with this organization. It's not very needed. Kilpock, buddy. Look, man, you know, I don't know how you not respect the, the Texans Hawaiian shirts, man. You got to respect me, all right? Mm. I'm, I'm going to see him at work. I'm going to see him at work. Oh, y'all know each other? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he runs my shout out to the Clutch City Smoke Shop. All right, Ooh. that's what he be running. He leases out that little area in inside of our store. So uh, shout out to Clutch City Smoke Shop. That's, Dude, that's I need. Okay, some, you some know what? Out. He's gonna be our. Uh, he's gonna be our sponsor. I need. <laughs> I need a new um, a Puffco. If you know, you know. If you don't, get on the dabs. Um, I have a little. <laughs> System here called the Dabatory. Shout out to the Dabs. But Blake asked, what do we have to do to get this man a media pass? 713 is amazing. Me and Harley, we definitely tried to get him this year for you, boys. We're trying. And we felt like we were there and didn't happen this year. However, next year, I feel like maybe, maybe we could flirt around with the idea of me and Harley getting a media pass. But I'm going to let y'all know, if that does happen, you get ready for the videos and the content every single day. I hope that is us next year, man. But without the credentials, look at what me and Harley were able to do, man. We were able to put out a video almost day for the last month, a short every day or two shorts a day plus a live. Man, if they get us into the door, we're just going to break that motherfucker open, man. Shout out to me, Harley. Um, What do you think about the surprise photo the Texans 
posted on Facebook. Oh my God. You want me to take this or you want to start? You start, bro, because because <laughs> look, man, I saw it on Twitter. This is getting ridiculous. Come on, man. Why are we recycling the edits? Can we do something new, Texan social media guy? Can we make a new edit? Yes. Come on now. Come on, man. Can can we can we bring up a new edit? Just because it worked for JJ Watts doesn't mean it's gonna work for every single thing. Mm-hmm. We all knew it was Cal McNair. Yep. Like, it looked exactly like Cal McNair. Come on now. It was just what's going on. And then the Texans were like, uh-oh, what do we do? Because now you had people going, huh? Well, what's gonna happen? Is Cal McNair gonna be the owner now? Like the official owner? There was group chats that were going, Oh, is Janice gonna pass down ownership to Cal McNair? I'm like, I mean, calm down, man. What all it was was a damn Reddit thing. I'm getting a little old of the who is it, what is it kind of post from the Texans. It's starting to write its course for me, man. It's corny. Yeah, it's especially when you find out that all it means is he's going to be answering Reddit questions tomorrow around what time? Six o'clock, I believe. Six p.m. So if you want to ask Rob, Mc, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you want to ask Cal McNair some questions, um, go ahead and do that at six o'clock. Shout out to the late Bob McNair. Shout out to Bob. Um, Shout but Bob. it's corny. Uh, it reminds me of the J.J. Watt post. And yeah. If you're going to do stuff like this, man, go, like, have something big planned out, right? We hear some people rumbling about uniforms. I think there was a photo of Cecil Shorts wearing a new Texans hat, which had the T, the ugliest hell. It looked like the T from the, um, what's that that show, Uh, Teen Titans from Cartoon Network back in the day, you know, Someone said it's a cow shirt. The, no, like, it's not. It was a Reddit, and I'm not wearing no shirt with another man's face on it. Hell no. I'm not, not wearing no shirt with another man's face on it, all right? I'll, I'll let you know that right now, okay? Mm. <laughs> Harris said, how do you feel about the interior line in this run blocking? Well, it didn't look good against the Miami Dolphins, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. from what we've seen throughout training camp, it has been, you know – it has been good, right? The defense is not obviously letting these, you know, letting Damian Pierce and Singletary just run all over them. But there has been some days where there have been some big runs. There have been some days where the run looks kind of average. But I am excited for it, right? We are expecting this run game to be the main focal point of this Houston Texans offense. Kenyon Green has looked really good. He looked really good against Miami. Juice Scruggs, ever since the Quisenberry injury, he has been, you know, playing almost every single down for center, man. And, you know, Shaq Mason, Shaq Mason. So I'm not worried about the interior line just yet. You know, I we also saw very little of the starting offensive line. So need to see more mm-hmm. of that this Sunday against the Saints. But right now is not a concern for me. No, I'm not I'm not concerned with the offensive line. Uh, I do believe there's a good chance that Titus Howard comes back week one. Go Titus ahead. Howard, Wolverine, whatever you want to call him. It definitely feels like there's the tea leaves and the implications are around that. Maybe Titus Howard is out there. He had a smaller cast mm. on today. So maybe, maybe, 
ready for week one. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Um, if he's 100%, can we now, now, I'll tell you right now, if if he is not ready to go and if he's not 100%, why force it? I think George Fant, and I know, I know that brings a lot of throw up in people's mouths, but, I mean, he wasn't entirely terrible in the Dolphins game against a defense that looked pretty solid. He still had a really good drive. You had a good play here and there from C.J. Stroud without the drive included. So, I mean, it's just one game. How bad can he be, right? Is that mm. horrible words to say? I definitely want Titus Howard, but, I mean, if it's one game where you don't have to force Titus out there, then don't force him. 100%. If he's ready by week one, you go out and do it. Come on. Week two, you know, I feel like would be a more realistic time date, right? It's yeah. the first home game. It's going to be packed. He might not even feel that thing because of the excitement and the adrenaline leading up to the game. But Titus Howard, man, we've talked about how even though he hasn't been available at practice, he's there every single day. He is out there in the sun sweating with these guys, doing his own little one-on-one -on -one work. So Titus Howard needs to get back ASAP, man, because – the offensive line after the Patriots game, right, you had so many people concerned about the offensive line. And we were telling everyone to chill. There's no Titus. There's no yeah. Shaq Mason. There's no Lerner Tunsil. So to see what they did against the Miami Dolphins, I admit I am not worried about this offensive line. Yeah, I'm not worried either. Um, record predictions, Adam Rank from the NFL Network, who is a – Horrible guy to give out predictions. Mm. Uh, said seven and ten. If anybody wants to rewatch that part, you can always check out the anywhere where you stream all your podcasting platforms. Mm. Check out the Believe in Texans podcast. We are the hosts of it. We love to do episodes almost every other day or so. We enjoy it. So if you missed any part of it, we are 30 minutes in. Go ahead and check it out. Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever it is. Go ahead and go to your streaming podcast platform. Type mm. in B-L-E-A-V, Believe in Texans. You'll see both of our names as the hosts. Click on it, get into that latest episode, and channel back into it. Yeah, no, man, it's been fun. It has been a grind. And as we look at this Sunday against the Saints, what do you want to see from this defense? Because... This was a complete 180 from what D'Amico Ryans has been preaching. Swarm mentality was not there. The missed tackles were there. The miscommunication was there. And then you look at D'Amico Ryans' body language. He did not look happy by his defense performance. I'm not expecting them to shut out the New Orleans Saints, but I'm expecting a better performance in terms of miscommunications. The, the stuff that we've known the Houston Texans for screwing up the past two years, 180 yards on the ground in the preseason is absolutely nuts. You know, we don't need to see you shut down the Saints, but you just got to have a respectable showing out there. Yeah, I do expect another 180 performance from this Texans defense. Mm -hmm. um, just the way, like you were mentioning, the body language of D'Amico Ryan's he did not look happy. He's a defensive-minded head coach at the end of the day, you know, and I know he want, he says that, you know, he's being aware on offense and special teams because he's a head coach. At the end of the day, it's cut and dry. He's a defensive guy. And, I mean, the lashing he probably gave them, 
after that Miami Dolphins game, mm-hmm. I would have not been a, wanted to be a part of that club, that locker room after the game. So I definitely expect the defense to play a lot better. I expect starters, some starters to play. And if they're not throwing their everything out they got on the field, Mm. Miko's going to get upset again, man. And this isn't, you know, I I feel like there is a Jekyll and Hyde to D'Amico Ryans. I know we've seen – well, you know, it definitely feels like he has this great personality, and there's nothing Mm. wrong with that. He has this vibrant smile, and, you know, he gets the fans excited. He's a former Texan, you know, and it's all smiles, and it's all good talk and everything. I do feel like there is a Hyde – persona to him which is a split personality Mm. to where he goes and if they're gonna upset him this much then let's say they have another bad performance on defense i expect less smiles i expect less happy positive guy maybe to the media maybe but at some point it's gonna come to a close man and he expects a lot out of his defense he expects the exact same thing he was doing in San Francisco here in Houston. They had an abundance amount of talent with the 49ers. We don't have that much amount of talent here. We got some guys. We got some players. But at the end of the day, D'Amico is going to put one on these guys. If they continue to play like they did against the Miami Dolphins, mm-hmm. I do expect a hide persona to come out a little bit and get on these players and get on their ass. We've seen Frank Ross. Frank Ross is – intense mm. i i definitely feel like D'Amico has that same sort of personality in him it's just dug deep into him but I, I think they could get it out if they continue the bad play yeah no i think he was talking about today cutting down to the 53-man roster yes. and he said that it is you know it is very difficult for him because you know he has to basically cancel someone's dream and he says that he likes to be honest with the players, not give them any bull. And I think you're right. I think Demiko Ryan's got on their ass because it just was not a good showing at all. You were at home. It was, you know, the crowd was there for about th- two and a half quarters until, you know, the life got sucked out of them. But I'm expecting a, a bounce back performance from this Houston, Texas defense. Ringoku asked, can we get a Texans hype video from y'all? You know you guys are going to get it from Harley. I am trying. That copyright strike scares the hell out of me. <laughs> and I, I, I saw it take down some channels, man. And, you know, they find one and they go through the rest of your stuff. And if it's, you know, if it's anything close to copyright, that's why they wipe the channel that's why when some of you guys ask me you know why am i uh why haven't i been put in or why haven't i put like highlight videos into you know my videos just because the nfl is very strict on what you can and can't do hopefully with the new youtube tv deal they get a little bit more lenient but harley's gonna do one he did one for the rookie draft class and on twitter it blew up blew up on youtube as well shout, shout out, out to cody, cody. Shout out to Cody. Cody is the one. <laughs> Cody bro. Johnson. Cody that. Cody's the one that made that. I'm definitely having a Texans type video. Got to have one. Uh, my boy Danny, if anybody is known of Danny G. 
Leo, shout out to Danny, shout mm. out to Estrella, his band that he plays in. Look, man, he's going to be making my hype video. He's done it before with the Astros. Mm. He's done it before many times. So it's if anybody knows the work, go look at the hype videos. It's, it's good videos, man. It's really good video work. And this is the first one he's done in a long time. So he's gotten a lot better at it. So uh, it should be hype, man. It should be hype. No, I think any hype video is going to blow up this year, man. There's so much weapons on this team. CJ, Dalton Schultz. And Dalton Schultz, man, you know, we haven't really talked a lot about him this whole training camp. But when you hear guys like uh, like DJ Enemy say, I could see – um, you know, him being a leader in targets for the Houston Texans. I can see that. There was one play against the Miami Dolphins. There was, you know, CJ Shaw felt the pressure, almost got sacked, finds Dawson Schultz for about four to five yards game. Give me that seven, eight times a Sunday, man. And Dawson Schultz is going to be a weapon here. Um, as we look for more forward to the game against the Saints, man, do you want – do you want to see Tank Dell? Yes. So someone asked earlier. I have the I have the I have the comment up here from Tony Mac. Shout out to Tony Mac. What's up with Tank? This is from Aaron Wilson. Rookie Tank Dell dressed out for practice today. He was held out of the game with hamstring and back tightness as a precautionary measure. However, we did hear that he was in the locker room after the game, just you know, just like his normal self. I don't want to see Tank Dell, man. He already showed me enough. Five catches, 65 yards, one tutty. I think I need to see more from this other wide receiver group, like I said in yesterday's video, if you haven't go check it out. I need to see something from Nico. I need to see something from Robert Woods. Noah Brown, you're, you're, Noah Brown is, 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 is frustrating. For every compliment he gets, he has a dropped ball. He'll have a nice pass, then a drop ball. You can't be inconsistent when you have a rookie quarterback. I need to see one of these wide receivers other than Tank step up. Yeah, I definitely want to see Tank just because he's a rookie. I want to see him out there. I would specifically, because we haven't seen this 713 connection. And it is upsetting. Because we saw it all the time at Texans training camp. It was nasty. And it felt like every time 13 got, got on on the field, I was like, oh, I know where the ball's going. Yeah. You know, because C.J. Stroud throws at the tank a lot. Nothing wrong with it. Tank creates separation. He is an elite route runner, elite, and he's only a rookie. He's just going to get better, guys. Mm. I want to see him. With C.J. Stroud specifically, that's what I want to see. I want to see Tank Dell out there uh, starting for this team. That's what I want to see. He's your best wide receiver out there. He's your best playmaker on offense. It is Tank Dell. Get Mm. him in motion. Have him moving in the backfield. Do whatever you need to get him jump-started when you hike that ball. That man is elite, and I'm telling you right now, opposing secondaries, beware. Because 13 is out for the kill. He's going to be doing his thing all year long. The rest of the wide receivers, you got a bone to pick with them. You're right. You're absolutely right. Shout out to Riffic. You're absolutely right, man. Uh, Nico Collins, okay. He's looked okay. Noah Brown, yeah. I don't like drops. You know, and I'm looking at it like this. We were there at all of training camp. 
and for the public ones. And Noah Brown was the talk around training camp. But whenever we were there at the public ones, I didn't see a lot of Noah Brown. Mm. I, yeah, he had a deep pass here and there from Stroud and Mills. Um, the one against the Dolphins where he had a, a beautiful deep pass to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was gorgeous. But I didn't see a lot from him when I was there public training camp compared to when the media talks about it in their training camps that they're looking at. So, and obviously they're getting more of a, you know, firsthand view. We're not seeing Mm -hmm. that other side of the field that the media is looking at, sadly, (laughs) but someday we'll get there. Uh, But Noah Brown, definitely it can be frustrating. I can agree with you there. And then I look at the rest of the wide receivers. I haven't seen a lot from John Mechie. Mm. Um, I haven't seen a lot from Xavier Hutchinson. Mm. Besides training camp, sure, training camp, they both look good. But in terms of translating it onto the field, you can look good all you want in training camp. Put it on film, actual film in an NFL game, and let me see you work. Mm -hmm. Haven't seen it from Mech. Haven't seen it from X. who else am I missing here? We can go right Robert Woods. Yeah, Robert Woods, I think, has gotten better as training camp has gotten along. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that maybe as the season goes along, maybe he's just feeling a little healthier. Mm-hmm. You know, he did coming off that torn ACL. I think he's just feeling better as the days go along. Could be a better wide receiver by week one when it comes to the Baltimore Ravens. So um, he's a veteran. But besides those guys, I mean, that's about it. The wide receiver group is definitely scarce. It does. It's a little it is. empty. It's a little boring um, at times. And it's pretty sad that a rookie in Tank Dell is already your best wide receiver in this group. Okay, I'm glad you mentioned that because when I talk about adding another wide receiver, a Mike Evans, right, okay. it's – it's not to slander this current wide receiver group. This group has potential, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. With Nico Collins, we hope he can be a big-time player for this team. If not, I don't see Nico Collins a part of the future here for the Houston Texans. I don't want to rely on Tank Dell, John Manchin, who just came back from cancer, Xavier Hutchison, a fifth-round pick. I don't want to rely on them on being my top targets for a rookie quarterback, C.J. Shadow. That's why when DeAndre Hopkins was available, I was screaming, go out and get him. DeAndre Hopkins even tweeted it out in himself. I will help any wide receiver room. And can you imagine DeAndre Hopkins, Nico Collins, Tank Dell, he takes the pressure off of this wide receiving core that doesn't know what it is yet and puts it on his shoulders because he's still one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. That's why I I agree with you. It's scarce. It's boring. And I think borderline concerning. And this is the preseason. So, you know, we have to see what happens on Sunday. Then we have to see what happens, you know, come week one against the Baltimore Ravens. I think Harley froze on me. Yes, Harley did freeze, but Harley is back. Maybe trying to get him here. Give me one second. <gasps> what up, Dono? Yeah, Dono was supposed to be a part of this, you know, hopefully pretty soon. 
<clears throat> he'll hop on a live, talk to us about what he knows. But as far as the rest of today's episode, man, I keep on trying to bring Harley in here. It's not working out. Give me one second. There you go, buddy. And he left again. Well, guys. Ah, touchdown. Don't move. Shout out to everyone who stayed with us during that technical difficulty. <laughs> Shout out to Dono. His real name, Donovan. This is the first time I realized that Dono's name is Donovan. And, and look at him. Lopez? Lopez? Huh? What? Con accento or no accento? I mean, what? I mean, all right. You know what, man? Tell me you're a part of La Raza, man. Tell me you are a part of the La Raza, man. What was your favorite Mexican snack growing up? Ooh. Definitely elote en vaso. Gotta mm. be an elote cup, bro. Gotta be. Gotta be. I so mean, mine was the. The watermelon after school, the chicharron mm. con la valentina, mm. put a little lemon mm. in there. And then they have the 25 cent lollipop watermelon flavor with the chili on it, loaded with lead that is going to kill us when we're older. But gosh darn it, we love it. Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. And look, hey man, uno de raspa is always good too, man. Mm. Oof. What's your favorite raspa? I, I, you cannot go wrong with a chamuyada. So there is okay. So if you are in Houston, right, the Walmart on Richie. Oh, behind yep. it, there is a snow cone place, and then there is a church that my parents used to preach at. But that snow cone place has one of the best chamoyadas I ever had. They have the the tamarindo straw. They have diced pickles in the in the raspa. They have Kool Aid. What that ass, but your flavor, bro. My 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 teeth are all red and red, green. Uh-huh. And a little gummy worm in there. Then you get the nachos for one fifty, bro. Mm. Shout out, mm. dude. Shout out to my people, man. Macho Sports Flex said his wife sells raspas. We're gonna have a get together one day, bro. And we're gonna have someone bring like a little raspas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like the flame mm-hmm. hasha asked, do y'all cook? Yes, I love to grill. You can catch I, me I'm on cook. You can catch me on the cook. pit. I don't burn meat. I'm solid. I'm a cook. You see, I, I cook. I do more than just grill. I cook. Man, I'm more of a so, griller. I'm more of a griller. I'm a, I'm a, oh, let me grill for the I'm day, saying. then leave me the hell alone. I've done my duties. Yeah, no. So it's called a picadilly at different uh, locations. It's sometimes called a chamoyada, but it's also yeah. called a picadilly. Mm-hmm. I don't mind neither of them. Why are we talking about Mexican foods? Harley, before we end, <laughs> Cam Dancer will make an impact on the team midseason. Yeah, Donovan is very high on Cam Dantzler. If there's anyone that could revive an NFL career, it would be our head coach, D'Amico Ryans. Harley, before we end the stream, Macho Sports Flex asks, mm. where are y'all watching game one? Do you want to go somewhere? We're we gonna have a Texans meetup. We're we gonna have a Texans fan. Are we are we copying the Rockets fans and we're we doing oh. a, a, a and Astros fans are doing it too. So I mean, are, are we gonna should we do this? Should we do a Texans fan meetup somewhere, somewhere, somehow? Hmm, this is interesting. I didn't think about this. My it has, brings up something good. 
Let me see. It can't be at Pluckers because they're going to separate the tables. Yeah. Have you been Ooh. to Big City Wings? No, I haven't actually. They're uh, I expensive, but good as fuck. Um, the shots, the shots are good. The Mexican candy mm. shots for them, mm. for them bitches, you're good. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, Brie Wings, Brie Wings. No one ever Brie goes wings. to Brie Wings, so I'm not a big Brie Wings guy. <laughs> Dude, their beer is cheap though, man. You can't go wrong. No, yeah, the beer is cheap. With, cheap. With four dollars sixty four ounces Miller Lite. The happy hour is insane, but I don't know, man. We might, might we will talk about this after the after this is done. We have to talk about this. I never thought about it. That, that would be fun, right? Even if it's bro, look, even if it's just you and me, dog. You know, even if it's three people, bro, we're gonna be chilling. T said party at Rubens, and he's on the ones and twos. Oof. Ooh. If you're a DJ, uh -oh. you know what that is. If I uh -oh. ever have a party at my house, I'm having NDAs because none of y'all. Are gonna be able to walk out this thing, but this was another fire episode of Believe in the Houston Texans. Dono's already been here to the crib. We've cracked up uh, a couple brewskis. Harley has been to the crib as well. You know how crazy we get. But thank you guys for listening on a Wednesday night. We'll probably be back Friday or Saturday. You know, just to preview the game. You can find Harley where. At the lead underscore HOU. Type it mm -hmm. into anywhere on social media. Make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel. On the road to 5,000 subscribers, we are at 4,031 subscribers. Appreciate everyone that has subscribed. Just texted Danny. He is almost done with the Texans hype video. Guys, it is going to be mm. insane. I haven't even seen a preview of it, and I'm already hyped. I'm already nice. excited. The Houston Texans are back. This city has got a pulse again when it comes to the football sport of America. The Houston Texans, 7-10. and 10. No, no. Let's go 9-8. and eight. Shout out to L.A. Knight. Let's go 9-8. and eight, Win that division. Let's go for it. L.A. Knight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just type in 713 Houston Sportcast in the YouTube search bar. Trying to get up there by the season, trying to get a 10K as the season ends, guys. And as the Flame Hostra says, we are H Town to redrown. Go, Houston Texans. And guys, do me a favor. Y'all have a very blessed day. Of course. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.